You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. It's time. Time for silver and black today. To the ground game. Touchdown Las Vegas. We're breaking down the latest Raider news from on and off the field and bringing you conversations with newsmakers and record breakers. So hold on, Raider Nation. It's time to get get it it on. Here's your host, Scott Goldbranson and Mo Moulton. Welcome back. It is time for Silver and Black today. Welcome back here to our Odyssey original podcast Covering your Las Vegas Raiders. You're also listening to us with your dainty little ears on 98.5 The Fan in Las Vegas or 1140 The Bet. For those of you listening to us over the air, we appreciate you being here. Do us a favor, whether you're on the podcast right now or on the radio listening, just subscribe to the podcast. That way, every time we have a new episode, including those special podcasts, when news breaks, when maybe a player's traded or a player's signed, we jump on, we do a show Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Just look for Silver and Black today. Also hit up the subscription and the notifications bell on YouTube to our viewers. Uh, And I bring in my partner, my broadcast partner, uh, and that is Mo Moten. Mo is the national NFL writer over at Bleacher Report. Yes, he covers the whole league. He doesn't just watch Raiders game and pretend that he knows all about the league. He actually watches and writes about the entire league, but he also... Up on sportsnot.com, uh, covers the Raiders and has a column up there and does a great work. So make sure you do that. Follow him on Twitter, M-O-E-M-O-T-O-N. I am at LV Gully. You can also catch my work uh, this week, which we'll get to in a second, on sportsnot.com as well. All right, Mo, here we are. We had yesterday, well, late Tuesday into Wednesday, I guess, um, uh, we had the Raiders gave permission for Derek Carr to go visit the New Orleans Saints. So the idea of trading Derek Carr before next Tuesday, Wednesday, excuse me, it's Wednesday, um, is is out there now because they gave permission. Let's talk uh, fans listening to us through this because uh, he has to waive his trade, no trade clause in order for this to happen. The visit doesn't mean a deal is going to happen. They have to agree to compensation before he goes down there. 
doesn't really matter. Nobody's held to it. They're not signing contracts or anything like that. Walk everybody through what, in your view, this means for the Raiders, for Derek Carr, and the possibility that they may able be able to actually get some compensation for their quarterback that they've already jettisoned. First of all, I'll say that this visit with the Saints on mm-hmm. Wednesday increases the probability of a trade. Will mm-hmm. a trade happen? We'll see. But I think it's it's there's a, high, there's a higher chance of it happening after this visit simply because if the Saints, if other teams feel that the Saints are serious about acquiring Derek Carr from the Raiders, then other quarterback-needy teams that were planning on waiting for Derek Carr to hit free agency may now jump up and say, we should at least schedule a visit with Derek Carr and sit down with him mm-hmm. and get in his ear because if Derek Carr goes to the Saints and when he did on Wednesday and he liked their sales pitch and he's thinking, okay, I can fit in here with New Orleans and win some games, go to the playoffs in a division without a, a really good quarterback, then as another team like the Jets, if you're the Jets, you want to get in Derek Carr's ear and say, hey, we have a better situation over here. I know we're in the division with the Bills and the Dolphins who made the playoffs, but we're in a much better situation. So I think it's it's prudent for another team to at least get Derek Carr in for a scheduled meeting. Now, that's great for the Raiders because that can mean that you can drive up the price a little bit because you need two teams. You need at least two teams to have a bidding competition. If it's just one team involved and only one team only, then you have to kind of acquiesce to what their parameters are. But if there are more than one team, if there's more than one team in on Derek Carr for a trade, then you could say, well, this team is giving us a third, but this team is going to give us a second round pick. And you can <laughs> kind of use the media to, to kind of manipulate what the trade buzz is. But to just to just to recap on the basics of what this meeting means for the Saints and the Raiders and Derek Carr, it because I, I know there was a lot of talk about this on Twitter. Yep. You know, fans and beat writers are going back and forth about what this exactly means. And I had a tweet <laughs> that basically summarized what Ian Rapport said. And based on what we know, the Raiders weren't going to give Derek Carr permission to meet with the team unless unless there was a there were parameters in place on a trade deal. So what that means is the Saints and Raiders had loose talks about what the what the Saints are willing to give up and what the Raiders are willing to take in a in a possible trade deal. And the Raiders apparently liked what the Saints were saying. So they allowed Derek Carr permission to go visit with the Saints and talk to Team Brass, Dennis Allen, the GM, whoever over there to say, okay, if he's willing to waive his no trade clause, then the Saints and Raiders can come together and say, okay, then they'll hammer out the hardcore details of what a trade would look like. Again, it doesn't mean that a trade is going to happen. It's just that the Saints are serious contenders for Derek Carr in a trade deal. And it was interesting, all of the chatter coming up to this, that we, we uh, during the Pro Bowl weekend, there was nothing about a possible visit for Derek Carr. In fact, it was like, hey, well, he could be cut. You know, that's where it's d- the direction it seems to be going. And then we heard some rumors about that, no, that they won't give him permission to talk to other teams. That was a big headline. And then all of a sudden, on Tuesday, we see some beat writers well, we saw the the, the the rap report tweet go out and say that, no, they have gotten permission and uh, he's going to visit them. And then we had beat reporters deny it and say, no, that's not right. It's wrong. So we had the beat writer spat, too, which was really interesting. And and, uh, and even Vinny Bonsignor, a good friend at the, the Review Journal, said, no, he's got permission. He's going. And sure enough, that's how it ended up. But I think, too, here, the, the, the rumor is it's a third round pick. And then we heard also on Wednesday that... That there was no other interest. Now, that's as of Wednesday. As we roll into Thursday morning, 
who knows what happens, right? Because he makes the visit, and if it sounds like it went good, uh, GMs and and the Raiders might be concurrently talking to teams, right? So they it sometimes will take time because they have to arrive at at least a loosely based deal to say, okay, you can talk to them, but what are you what are you willing to trade us? Well, we're willing to trade you a three and a five, whatever the right thing is. And then right. he can go visit. So so we'll see in the next few days, because they have only till next Wednesday, uh, and, and the NFL world will be in Phoenix for the Super Bowl. So we'll see what happens, Mo. But the ups and downs of this deal, I want to go through this and get your comments, because Raider fans have to understand, too, because I still think, and I know you said at the top of the show that, look, they have a deal and that you think it's more probable. I think it is, obviously, because they had a visit. But... The Raiders will be taking on a massive risk if they trade him. And let me explain. And that is because the NFL New Year doesn't start until March 17th. What happens is they agree in principle to a trade. You can't file the paperwork, so to speak. It's like buying a house and saying, hey, here's what I'm going to pay you. I got a loan ready to go, but we can't close on the house. We can't close the deal until March 17th. The day before that that filing of those papers, the, the, the Saints could walk away because the Raiders would have already had to exercise their option on Derek Carr to lock in his contract. And if the Raider, if the, excuse me, if the Saints walked away, Mo, the Raiders are on the hook for the entirety of Derek Carr's remaining contract, and there's no repercussions for the Saints. I don't think people realize that. I don't think people uh, talk about that a lot either. The reason I haven't brought it up is because if the Saints were to do that, you got to understand that teams and GMs don't forget. That's true. Exactly. like that. Right. If you if you renege on your agreement to acquire Derek Carr and stick the Raiders with a forty point four million dollar deal, other teams are going to remember that you did that, and they're not. That may hamper your ability to make trades in the future in similar situations. So, even if the Saints were to have cold feet about Derek Carr for whatever reason, it would be risky for them as well to do that because for the future, they may have problems coming to agreements with other teams on a handshake deal. So you don't want to renege on certain deals because you could hurt your future like that. That's correct. But let's just say for the point of argument, remember, we're here in this position because the Raiders sat Derek Carr for the last two weeks. They said, basically, we're moving on. And the reason they sat him was what? It was because they did not want him to get injured. Because if they got if he got injured, they'd also be on the hook for the contract. Now, Saints make the deal, and let's say they're not shady people, which we'll assume, and Derek Carr is out riding an ATV and breaks his leg. And boy, that happens. The Raiders again. On the, the Raiders, for a month, if they consummate the trade in the next week, the Raiders would be on the hook for the next month for anything that happens to Derek Carr if they agree on a trade in principle. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. That's true. I don't see Derek Carr's ATV type of the guy, but <laughs> let's say he's on a bike writing to his uh to do, you know to to go to to deliver a sermon or whatever let's say he's on yeah. a bicycle he falls right. off his bike hurts, right. bangs up his knee that that would be the only situation where i could see where the saints would be like well that's not on us 
Yeah. We agreed to the trade. Derek Carr gets hurt. We don't want a quarterback with a torn ACL or torn MCL or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they back out. Then I think other teams would understand why. Because there's yeah. a reason. Other than Derek Carr is completely healthy and they just back out the last minute. Right. That that reeks of shadiness. But if there's a reason, of course, if Derek yeah. Carr gets hurt, of course, then yes. You would understand why the Saints would back out of the deal. And 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 the last thing we'll say about this because we really that we could, we're not going to talk ad nauseum about it because we're just going to wait and see what happens. And and I think to your point, Mo, are are or I should say, is another team going to jump in? Are other suitors now that he's visited the Saints and it's gotten you know the crap's gotten real? Does that mean these teams who need a quarterback like the Jets, like the Carolina Panthers, if they don't want to go with a young quarterback, for example? Do they then start talking to Derek Carr over the next few days? We'll find out today, tomorrow, and over the weekend during the Super Bowl, I'm sure, as things uh, progress on that one. On the, Go ahead. A couple of points about that. And I've, yeah. and I've read reports about this, okay? The Jets have Derek Carr on their target list of quarterbacks. <laughs> I've read this from multiple reputable beat writers and reporters. That they have Aaron Rodgers on their list. It's Aaron Rodgers. It's Jimmy Garoppolo. It's Derek Carr. If Aaron Rodgers comes back from his darkness retreat and decides he wants to continue <laughs> his career with the Packers and the Packers want to keep him and you don't make a move for Derek Carr, if you're the Jets, then you're banking on Jimmy Garoppolo and you're going to have to compete with several other teams for Jimmy Garoppolo's services. So if mm-hmm. I'm the Jets, like I said, I would at least schedule an, uh, a meeting with Derek Carr just to have, just to get in his ear because you don't know what's going to happen with Aaron Rodgers. You don't want to put all your eggs and that basket, because you don't, the Packers still have some leverage that they can wind up keeping him. He could wind up not wanting to play for the Jets. Aaron Rodgers may say, Yeah, I'll, I'll part ways with the Packers, but I don't want to go to New York. Right. I don't want to play with a young pass catching group like I had in Green Bay. I want a more experienced pass catching group like the Raiders have. So the Jets would be running a risk if they don't, at least, in my opinion, talk to Derek Carr. And the same goes for any other team, again, that's waiting for Derek Carr to hit for agency because if the Saints decide he's their guy, it's over. And the other thing I have to add that with the thought of Aaron Rodgers going to New York, there is not enough room on the island of Manhattan. I know the stadium's across the river, but for Aaron Rodgers and Midtown Mo, there's just not enough room. <laughs> there's not enough room. The, I mean, the you, funny- you you have taken over all every borough. Every borough is now Midtown Mo's territory. The funny thing I want to say about that really quick is. <laughs> I know everyone's getting that Aaron Rodgers for his darkness retreat and making fun of him for that. I, yeah. I would actually do something like that where I just no social media, no interactions with anyone. I just disappear yeah. into, into a log cabin for four days and emerge a more cleansed version of Midtown Mo, a more c- clear mind. And I, I, I understand what Aaron Rodgers is doing here, but because True. he's done so many other what they would call weird things, he's going <laughs> to he's going to be made fun of for his four day retreat. Yes, and 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 I, I I completely agree with that because there there are retreats that that I've actually been invited on where you go and you spend it by yourself right. in a room. In my case, it's at a monastery, right? So you're just in a quiet, austere room, and it's good. You you're just with your thoughts. There's no distractions. I don't blame them. The concern I have, I'm not making fun of them for it. My concern with the dark retreat is. If you're a team, and I know there's still a lot of Raider fans out there because they're tweeting at me all day long that want Aaron Rodgers, but you're going to have to go through this every offseason. If you sign him to a three-year deal, let's say, let's say he comes over, he restructures. I forgot how many deals. I think he might have three years left on this deal. So so he comes in, and then every offseason, as we heard 
from Pete Doherty from Green Bay on the last show, you're going to have to deal with, is he coming back? Like you saw with Brady. It was the same kind of thing. He's at that age and level now. You just don't know. And and he could go on a dark retreat and and be with himself and say, you know what? I don't want football anymore. And then the Raiders are like, oh, crap. We just signed. We just traded for you. We gave up draft capital. So that's why I wrote the piece on SportsNot about going all in on C.J. Stroud. I want to thank Dan Orlovsky for backing me up on that like eight, nine hours later on ESPN as he was in there. And so uh, it'll be interesting. I just think, again, that the Aaron Rodgers talk, it seems to be quieting down now because he's going off into the wilderness. And um, we'll see what happens. But But there's going to be... I think some disappointed fans either way, either you want the young guy or you want Aaron Rodgers, and somebody's going to lose out there. I actually start, I'm starting to believe that the Packers are going to run it back with Aaron Rodgers simply because <laughs> they exercise the fifth year option on Jordan love. They're going to have that fifth year. So you can get one more year out of Aaron Rodgers and then turn it over to Jordan love in the following season. I know that doesn't make headlines and get clicks or anything, but I'm mm-hmm. actually starting to believe that. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers and the Packers are going to run it back for at least one more year together, and the Raiders are going to have to look for either Jimmy Garoppolo or a rookie quarterback. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm on track with you there. I believe it. I think they got to go young anyway, uh, and we'll see how that all ends up. Okay, we're going to take our first break here on Silver and Black today. When we come back, we're going to get into some more, I think, myths out there amongst fans and even some journalists, like the Raiders have to build their defense. That's why everything's got to go to the defense. Yes, the defense has to be rebuilt, improved in every possible way. But guess what, folks? There can be two truths, and they can be pursued at the same time. So Mo and I are going to talk about that when we come back here on another thrilling, enthralling version of Silver and Black Today, an Odyssey original podcast. Don't go anywhere. 